one of the most impactful things that I felt from the interview with Pasha was his work around emotional intelligence or EQ and his his personal development books and and really tying to work into you know the emotions that he had from an immigrant and also in school and sometimes how things in our childhood prevent us from moving forward as an adult. You are listening to the Passive Wealth Principles Podcast. I'm your host, Jake Harris. And when I'm not hosting this podcast, I'm the founder of an award-winning real estate investment firm and actively investing in commercial real estate all over the country. This show allows me to interview dive deeper and deconstruct many passive wealth principles, not just from investing, but tactics, strategies, and many fascinating ways in which people have achieved levels of passive wealth. Through my nearly 20-year career as a professional investor, I've built an amazing network of people and come across some super savvy investors. Not only do they have a unique stance on the marketplace, but look at the same problems we all face and many times have come up with a simple but unconventional approach to solving them. This is why I'm so excited for this podcast. It allows me to unpack and have a more in-depth conversations with these special guests. Selfishly, it's a platform where I get to ask the questions that would never come up in a normal conversation and I get a chance to learn and dissect their best strategies and you get to be a part of that process as well. So come be a fly on the wall, enjoy the conversations, and these amazing passive wealth principle lessons. Welcome to Passive Wealth Principles, What I Learned episode with Pasha. Esfandiari. Pasha is a friend of mine that I have, you know, actually I just hung out with again, him and um, I want to say it was a couple of weeks ago, maybe it was a month ago. I don't know. Time's kind of weird to me, but Pasha living in LA, a, I would say he was a professional poker player, professional poker player, meaning that he played poker and made money from it. And I think that was his main job for the most of his adult life. His uh, brother, I think made a really big um, win, World Series of Poker or something like that. And he just kind of realized that like, oh my gosh, hey, if my brother can do this, then I can do this. And so he started learning the the ropes, so to speak, as a poker player. And then that and professional poker playing allowed him to kind of grow his nest egg or his his capital. And then as he was able to start taking that capital, he was able to start flipping houses and then developing properties and doing a lot of other things with that money. But one of the cool things about poker was it taught him so many things throughout his life. It taught him about reading people, about you know how to feel when people are bluffing and saying one thing, you know, but meaning the other, how that translates into negotiating when you're investing. But I'm actually going to take it back a little bit. What I learned from Pasha, and I've actually heard this a lot of different times, is these immigrants that have come to this country that have this massive opportunity as far as you know living in America now, and they really take it and run with it. And they kind of live in a uh, with a sense of urgency. And so Pasha came from uh, Iran, you know, when he was three years old, his dad, you know, took him and his brother and they moved here to America. And um, it re- you know was the land of opportunity. And so from that, that land of opportunity created 
you know, the foundation for what he is doing today. And I see this time and time again. And I feel like so many people in America, so many Americans live such a soft life that the advantage of some of these immigrants is the fact that they know that there's things that are different out there. And because of that known uh, aspect is that they're more willing just to kind of go do the work and go risk. That's also kind of maybe the combination of one of the things is being an immigrant that also layers into being a professional poker player is like you're making these calculated risk decisions. And Pasha has been able to uh, quickly quantify that in his own head. I think one of the things that the most successful poker players also tend to be very cerebral, very uh, high IQ and, you know, or at least processing of probabilities and statistics. Statistics and then, you know, calculating their own hand versus how they've played previous other hands. One of the interesting things that, that Pasha mentioned also was that everybody aspires that a big whale will sit down at their game. A whale, meaning for those that are not familiar with poker, is like somebody with a lot of money sits down and then loses a bunch of money in a poker game and it is not, you know, detrimental to them. And so at one point he was just sitting there. He's like, I want to be the whale. I don't want to be the ones that are just looking at being better at poker and taking advantage or getting paid by this whale. I just want to be the whale. And so that obviously that seed that was planted in him ultimately led to how he could continue to grow his own investment thesis in in time. And that led to being in a real estate investor, that real estate investor into a developer. And then obviously the what I talk about many times is the passive wealth machine that is being developed in and honed over time to thou it's delivering consistent results of cash flow to him. And he, he really now invests into mobile home parks. Mobile home parks being that it's massively affordable for the for a large percentage of the population that just needs housing. And how now, you know, as initially being an apartment, a multifamily uh, investor and was making pretty good cash flow, he happened to go into a mobile home deal, not knowing very much about the asset class as a whole, but somebody that he trusted told him he should invest in this deal and that he was putting in the money. He then threw in that money as well and collectively was making more money, more yield on a return of that mobile home park than he was on his apartment deal. And so he was like, wait a minute, this seems like a much better opportunity to continue to get the things that foster into the the future of my life. We talk into some details about health, you know, preparing for uh, living another hundred plus years. What are you doing today that is preparing you for that century more of living? A little bit about fatherhood, things that you know Pasha is putting into his his daily routines, his working out, his health benefits, and really leaning into that space that allowing him to be a better father. And actually, some of the things that I probably should take advice from as far as not being on the phone, turning it off at six o'clock at night, so that. You know, nobody's really able to connect up with you. Uh, I know that is the the lure of the phone and, you know, responding to an email or checking up on frivolous things is um, a challenge. I know that I have it and it's sometimes it's time away from my family as a whole. So I really appreciate the way that Pasha's, uh, you know, continuing to build this into his existing structure so it's not a big leap. Are you guys enjoying the show so far? Look, two of the most common questions I get asked are, where can I find good deals to invest into? And is it possible to invest alongside of our deals as a passive investor? 
So my team and I wanted to put together an insider list where you can get first access to investment opportunities, due diligence resources, and best practices for those interested in investing passively into deals like the ones we talk about on the show. Those deals are mostly in the commercial real estate space, but I oftentimes get exclusive access to deals of people like the guests on my show. If those deals pass our criteria, we pass them on to those on the list. To gain access to this insider list, all you have to do is go to www.catchkniveswithans.com and hit the big orange button on the top right of the page. We also host events, dinners, and give away VIP access to events that I'm speaking at or attending. Once again, it's www.catchkniveswithans.com and hit the big orange button on the top right of the page. For those that are serious about passive wealth building, we'll see you on the inside. Now, back to the show. One of the most impactful things that I felt from the interview with Pasha was his work around emotional intelligence or EQ and his his personal development books and and really tying to work into you know the emotions that he had from a, an immigrant and also in school and sometimes how things in our childhood prevent us from moving forward as an adult. So as, you know, uh, Pasha, I think he's 38, uh, you know, he's like, is this the 38 year old, you know, response or is this a predetermined uh, decision that maybe eight year old Pasha made? Maybe I raised my hand in class and I didn't have the right answer. And so the other kids laughed at me. And so I don't want to, you know, voice my opinion unless I know I'm going to be right because I have a fear that people might laugh at me. And so is that eight-year-old version of you driving the bus and decision-making process for the 38-year-old version of you? And so there's a process that you need to kind of dive into, into some details of, you know, discovering yourself. And then the most important thing that he said, which is, uh, I'm actually going to go to my notes right now because I underlined it uh, a couple of times, was actually related to that he or I become responsible for everything in my life. It's pretty powerful. I mean, a pretty powerful statement that everything, I am responsible for everything in my life. So think about that. You made a decision to move to that town. You made a decision to get up at this time or, you know, you got up at this time, you drove on this road, you drove that path, you get in a car accident, it's your responsibility. Your you know, bad luck happens. You got cancer. Well, did you eat, you know, change your diet, all of those things. And so that kind of extreme ownership of the book of Jocko Willenick, and that's what Pasha's embodying is that. So it is somewhat of a heavy burden to know that everything is, is up to your responsibility, but at the same time, it's very, very freeing that you have the ability that everything is then really how you translate it in those decision uh, processes. It is, you're not a victim. And I think that's one of the biggest things that is challenged with society today is everybody's embracing this victim mentality. It was my mom's fault, my dad's fault, the government's fault, the, you know, I had a bad boss, I, you know, my mom loved me too much or, you know, not enough or something. Variation of that, and you know, just if I had a better advantage, you know, then then I wouldn't be where I am. And so, but if you just think about that from a, a standpoint, is it's my own responsibility, and then you're willing to take the actions to move forward to manifest and create the life that you truly want. You have that that capabilities. 
I think we even dive in a little bit in the details about how he was feeling kind of depressed. And let's be honest, the poker environment, maybe not the most healthy environment as a whole, meaning that, you know, you're up late, up you know, many days on end, you know, maybe drinking and partying and having a good time. Uh, that world is kind of pretty small. And I think of these professional poker players, uh, they know each other. They all know as they ebb and flow and somebody maybe on tilt and, you know, uh, dealing with stuff and losing 150% of your net worth in a night. That's pretty, pretty big. I don't know of very many people that do those things in investing and, and obviously see the, the evolution and the growing up of Pasha has been, you know, something that is, you know, awesome to see. And obviously one of the other things that I love about Pasha is that he is someone that embodies this like, you know, positive energy. He brings, you know, a very impactful connection. He has in his, he even mentions it. He's like, he's almost allergic to small talk. And so he has, and has put together a list and, and we didn't get into the details on this on the podcast, but he has like 10, 20, 30, 50, 80, 100 questions of like very, very in-depth questions that really get into the soul of who you are. And so I love that that is how Pasha brings himself to an environment all the time. And so this you know podcast, again, was such an amazing opportunity for me to explore some of these conversations, to hear more about uh, his journey, to dive into some of his mindset, to, to dive into how he has evolved, how the skills that he's learned paying poker and led to him being a savvy investor. And really one of those skills is just the ability to adapt quickly. So again, I hope that this is this, what I learned episode is, is something that is a value that you're like, Hey, I want to listen to the full episode because I do not do this, uh, his story justice. This is just like I said, kind of a cliff notes version. And it's very, very impactful for me to, because I get a chance to hear more of these stories and ask lots of these questions and it is exciting for me. So this has been another What I Learned episode of Passive Wealth Principles. I'm the host, Jake Harris. So if you'd like to, this resonates, I appreciate and I applaud you to share this with other people or encourage you to share this with other people as well as if you could listen to the full episode, if this is something that is interesting to you, how poker playing can make you a better investor, very much listen to my friend, Pasha Esfandiari. I hope you enjoyed that episode today on Passive Wealth Principles Podcast. Make sure to subscribe on whatever platform you're listening to this on. If the episode made you think of someone, go ahead and take a screenshot and share this episode with them. You can tag us or find us as a podcast at Catch Knives or me personally at Jake.realestate. For those investors that are listening to this and want to be able to take advantage of distressed investing opportunities, a perfect place to start is my best-selling book, which also happens to be called Catching Knives. It's a full breakdown and guide on how I and many of my partners take advantage of opportunities in distressed commercial real estate. Go to www.catchkniveswithans.com and grab the book there as there's a few book bonuses that I know you'll love. Once again, www.catchkniveswithans.com. Take care and I'll see you in the next episode.